Brisketacos.com. Brisket tacos. Wendy at brisketacos.com. Okay. Late night skeddies.com. Late night skeddies. Late night dinner rolls.com. Woo. Superstore on TV.com. All right. Big poo on the desk.com. <sighs> when I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend of me Cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm People won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you Bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse And Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written On the bottom of my shoe Hello and welcome to episode 32 Of Married with Mouse Ears I am one of your hosts Michael Agnew I'm your other host Zara Agnew And no more trip reports Oh, it's over. I know. We that that just means that we need to go to Disney World again. Uh, sure. Tomorrow? Not tomorrow. Because after I've been looking at our finances. Oh no, it's going to take a minute. Oh please, let's not talk about that. It's all good. Well, in, anyways, welcome to Buried with Mouse Ears. We are a married couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves podcasts and all things Disney, pop culture. Movies, books, TV shows, um, ice creams. All of it. All the things. And now it's time for our fan comment of the week. Week, 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 week. And this one I'm actually very super sad about because we have been telling people, hey, send us a DM, talk to us on Instagram. But if we don't follow you on Instagram and you DM us, I actually don't know. There's like this hidden inbox on Instagram that I had no idea about until very recently, aka today. We and, don't know how it works. And and so I was going through Instagram and there were numerous messages from people that follow us, but since we don't follow them back, Instagram didn't notify me that they sent messages. So this one comes from Princess J Platt and she answered our trivia question about what was the lowest grossing Pixar movie. And she got it right. She was the one person. She actually listened and she answered and she like went she she went along with our game and she needs to get the biggest shout out ever. Princess J Platt coming in with the HQ trivia. With the blah blah blah. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but that was great. Um so yeah, so she answered the good dinosaur was the lowest grossing Pixar film. And that, that she loves is correct. Yes, it is. She is the Scott Rogowski. Of the Disney tri- tri- trivia world. No, if she was Scott, that means she would be asking the question. So in reality, you're the Scott Rogowski, and she's the person who wins 53 cents. Ooh. Well, since she's the only one who answered. You win $5,000. She, she wins $5,000 in lots of love from Married with Mouse Ears. Because we do not have $5,000 just to be throwing, throwing around. If we did, we'd be going to Disneyland Paris. Bye-bye. Oh, man. That would be the dream. Bye-bye. So anyway, so then we like kept talking some and she just said, keep up the good work. Listening to the Disney podcast is my fix until me and and my husband can make it back to Disney World. Oh, man. Just recording this is also our fix until we can make it back there. One hundred percent, especially since we just did these trip reports. Okay, Um, so like usual, her name is Princess Platt. Am I right? Princess J. Platt. Okay. Because her name is Jennifer Platt. Okay, I was going to deduce and or guess that her last name was probably Platt. And so at the beginning is Princess. Is she royalty? Is she Kate Middleton's sister? Is she 
Is she related to the stepsister from Cinderella? Like, what? What are we thinking on this one? Let me read you her Instagram bio. Oh my gosh, is this going to tell us everything we ever needed to know ever? I am a sarcastic, funny, sweet Alabama belle who's married to the most amazing guy in the world. And then the greatest quote I've ever read in the history of great quotes. Oh my God, what? The crown fits, so I kept it. Yes. Yes. Great job, Jennifer, a.k.a. Princess J. Platt. Oh my God. Platt, Platt, Platt. All right. Yeah. So thank you so much for answering um, our trivia question. Maybe we'll have another trivia up soon and you guys can all answer. We probably will. Yes, because all of y'all now want to be cool like Princess. (laughs) Princess. (laughs) With a J before that. That, 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 that. Oh, my gosh. That's the greatest thing ever. Um, so if you want to have a cool nickname and get a cool shout out and be part of our Married with Mouseers family, then hit us up, tell us something funny. And hopefully if you don't hear from us, it's not that we hate you. It's that we don't follow you. And Instagram doesn't notify me that your message is just in this hidden inbox. Big mistake. Well, this episode, we are going to be talking. This is our monthly Disney news update episode podcast. Um, where we will be talking about some, some different things going around at Disney World, Disneyland, Disney movies, just so everyone is up to date on what is happening. Before we do that, last podcast at the very end, we mentioned that we had an extra special announcement. Special, special, special announcement. Michael, what is that announcement? And that is that we have our first sponsor, everybody. Woo! We have our first sponsor. Woo! All right. So, We're so excited. Um, Wendy Trent works with... Yellow Shoe Travel, all right, which is his Disney travel agency. Um, The reason that we know Wendy so well is that Zara actually is connected to her. So, Zara, give us the little background scoop. Yeah, so her husband, Chris Trent, was my youth pastor when I was in middle school here in the Dallas, Texas area. And then they moved away to the Atlanta area. Um, Georgia. So, oh, gosh. Georgia. So we, I wouldn't say lost touch, but, you know, kept up through Facebook and whatnot. And I always. Thank God for social media. Saw that they also enjoyed visiting Disney a lot. And then I also saw that Wendy had this travel company and I was like, that's kind of cool. And my mom even mentioned to me, she's like, hey, you should connect with Wendy and see What's going on? And if you can learn more about what she does and tell her about your podcast. And so through, you know, posting on Instagram and following each other and things happening, we kind of reconnected and recently got to chat with them. And they're just like super cool people. And Michael's, and it's super wild yeah. be- because Chris is was Zara's youth pastor. He's still a youth pastor. Now I'm a youth pastor. And we all love Disney. So it just was like this perfect. A lot in common. It was so much in common. Wendy is definitely um, pretty super legit. We I really didn't know a lot about what um, Disney travel agents did. And so we seriously talked for over and we FaceTimed for over an hour with them. Longest FaceTime conversation I have ever had. Um, but there is just so much to being a Disney travel agent that I didn't know. Whereas, like, my thinking is that you have to pay more to use a Disney travel agent. Incorrect. Incorrect. That Disney actually pays the travel agents because they believe so strongly that having your own travel agent makes for a more magical experience. So it's totally free. You contact Wendy, and she can, if you're staying multiple days at the parks, just give her 
a little contact and she will book your fast passes for you. She'll book your dining. You don't have to wake up early in the morning. By book your fast pass, she says that she wakes up at like six in the morning just so she can get the perfect fast passes for the people that she is working with. She books everything for you. You literally have to do nothing. You just tell her what you want to do. And then she also gives you access to a special Facebook group for Yo, just yeah. getting ready for your trip, trip planning, sharing memories, sharing magic, sharing pictures, just getting excited about your trip. Um, she also will send you a whole packet compiled of like tips and tricks that she's garnered over her many, many years of loving Disney. And so these are things that she would tell you, but she's put it all into a packet, so you it's all in one place. And basically, it just makes planning your trip way easier. So we know them. We like them. They're total Disney nerds just like us. So you know her advice and her work is coming from a place of complete and total Disney love. Yeah, so we are going to be having Wendy on the podcast sometime coming up just so and maybe pretty regularly, too, because she just has a lot of behind the scenes info as in whenever we were FaceTiming her, she had just gotten back from this behind the scenes. Disney event in Atlanta where all of the people who are working on Toy Story Land gave this like behind the scenes like sneak peek just for travel agents just for travel agents and so she got to like eat some of like the fun Disney foods and saw lots of pictures and learned some different things like she knew like the height requirements for every single um, ride and different things like that. So, Yellow Shoe Travel, if you're planning a trip, check them out. We're super excited that they are sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, it 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 doesn't cost you anything extra, and it just means that you don't need to like worry about fast passes or what restaurants to book. Now, hopefully you get some of this info by listening to our podcast. True. But if you're new or even if you are like us, so like in all honesty, we have been so often, but I was pretty busy and like stressed out and just like overwhelmed with work stuff to where I wasn't able to book as many or put as much effort into trip planning as I wanted to. So if you're just busy. Yeah. Exactly. Utilize somebody else and don't pay any more money. Yes, exactly. She will wake up at 6 a.m. for you so you don't have to. It's so great. Okay, well, that's our big announcement, and we're super excited. Woohoo! Wee! And so now it is time to jump right on into the Disney April news about things that are going on at Disney World. All Apparently right? Apparently, there's a lot of things. Um, There are a lot, and then there's not a lot at the same time. Okay. Like, I don't feel like this month had... Um, as many it's not like there was like things. a D23 expo going on. Correct. Right. Yeah. So. Correct. But the first big thing is that the food list of what is going to be dropping in Toy Story Land um, has been announced. And so, Zara, I know that this is, is your specialty. Uh, on the day of this recording, the Disney Parks blog has just posted this today. So it is fresh, hot takes. So we know that this is going to be a walk-up counter service location in the new Toy Story Land. Woody's lunchbox, basically like Andy dropped a lunchbox in the land and he just left it there. And Andy like, just dropping those lunches. Yeah, and they're going to be serving like classic, like favorite, you know, childhood memory type foods. Like to just, you know. Dunkaroos? High wish. No, no Dunkaroos. If only. Um, so a lot of like sandwiches. So one, they didn't do breakfast stuff too. So there's a s'mores French toast breakfast sandwich. What? 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 What do you think about that? That sounds delightful. Chocolate ganache, marshmallow stuff, French toast topped with graham cracker crumbles. Oh my goodness gracious! It's like breakfast for di- 
Wait, dessert for breakfast. That's yeah. the one. one Sounds both. pretty good. Um, smoked turkey, eggs, Swiss peppers, and onions, sourdough, like breakfast sandwich. So it's like eggs okay. and turkey. Okay. A breakfast bowl with potato barrels, a.k.a. tater tots. Yes. Um, gravy and scrambled eggs. That sounds pretty good. Okay. Breakfast bowl. Yum. Um, barbecue brisket melt. So that's a like a Texas style. We love it. Brisket. Yum, yum, yum. Um, sourdough bread, barbecue sauce, a Monte Cristo with raspberry jam. So that's like a hot, yummy, delicious sandwich. Okay. And at Disneyland, they have bomb Monte Cristos. They do, but it's coming to coming to the world. Good. And something called tachos, which is like tater tots with like Fritos and hey, chili. Zara, give me some dots. Oh gosh. Oh no. Um, and then your side, you have some sides. You have tomato basil soup, macaroni salad, and tater tots. And then, of course, it's sponsored. So many tater tots. I know. It's sponsored. They actually call this tater tot land. It's sponsored by Baby Bell Cheese. So then you can also, of course, get some little Baby Bell cheeses. I love my Baby Bell. To snack on. And then you have these little Pop-Tart things. So This is the most delicious thing I could ever imagine. It sounds pretty good. So it's like. They're making their own Pop-Tarts. They're calling it a lunchbox tart. So you have a raspberry one with icing and then a hazelnut chocolate one with caramelized bacon on top. Ooh. You have a sweet and a savory. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a little Pop-Tart. Sounds pretty good. Sure. You have some yogurt parfaits, another turkey sandwich, some soda floats, old-fashioned soda floats, so ice cream, Whoa. sodas, and then some other different like beverages. So this place stuff. has to be massive, right? I wouldn't say massive, but yeah, we. I was talking with my family about what the options for like sitting down are. Like, is it going to be little umbrella stands? Because it's going to be so hot, like in the summer especially. Is there going to be like an overhang area to where you sit down under it? Or is it just like, there's got to be a lot of seating for this though, because you know this is going to be popular and there's literally no seating in that area right now because there's not a restaurant other yeah. than like that little walk-up cart across from the Toy Story Midway Mania, which had like hot dogs and stuff. So there's got to be some sort of seating, but we just don't know what it is yet. Exactly. But the I like the options. I'm excited. I mean, it's nothing like mind blowing, but it's but it so much better good. than yeah. like than like the large cafeteria. It's better style than food. like a hot dog and a pretzel, which yes. is what is over there that, right now. That's honestly like what what I thought there was going. To be, and this is at least th- these sure are like basic items, but they're different. Yeah, that like they said, they tried to take like familiar items and like make them modern and make them, you know, yeah, yeah, something that's. It's not like they made like chicken nuggets in the yes. shape of Woody or or dumb. like Buzz. That would have been interesting, but kind of weird. No, dumb, dumb. All right, well, if you got super hype for this food at Toy Story Land. Um, Disney has released two incredible summertime deals for booking a Disney World trip. All right. The first one is that um, they are offering free dining plans for all kids for if you book a trip from May 28th through August 30th. So basically your kids get to eat free. Your kids can get the appetizer and dessert. And when they don't eat it, you just Then eat you it. get to. All right. And then the second one is they are actually offering 25% off of off of select resort rooms at Disney World. What is interesting about this is that all of that, the highest 25% is off of the value-based resorts. So like the Pop Century, Art of Animation, um, All-Star, like all of those have 
percent off. The moderate have like twenty percent off, and then like the upper ones have less percent off, which is a different tactic than what they have been doing in in the previous years. So really go for it. Like this summer, like this summer, I thought there would be no deals, but whenever I saw 25% off of rooms, you go for four days and that's one day free basically. Yeah. So if those sound interesting to you, again, hit up Wendy Trent and she can book it up, get you the best, hottest deals for the cheapest prices. Booking it up. Um, So yeah, both of those two things, they are doing this whole incredible summer, which we talked about last news episode. So we don't need to go too in depth with it but yeah they are having lots of dance parties and lots of meet and greets and obviously toy story land is coming so they are expecting a lot of people to be at disney world and these discounts off at hotels are hoping to increase the numbers there yeah i'm excited for the tie-in with the new incredibles movie exactly i'm excited all right so next thing that i found is that at pandora and the world of avatar there is this new, like, entertainment thing that they came up with, which is basically a street, a street like, entertainment, where it's called um, the Pandora Conservation Initiative Utility Suit. Yeah. And it's basically a dude in this giant suit. It's kind of like the ones from the movie, except those for, were for, like, evil war things. And this is a suit that they created for um, doing, like, scientific research, like, gathering plants and minerals and different things and so basically it looks kind of like a giant transformer yeah like it's a literal like robot it is a robot suit. yeah like they have a, a video that a person of it. is inside yeah so this dude like sits in it and so he's gonna i don't know just throughout the day i don't know if there's gonna probably maybe on like the times guide it'll be listed or maybe not i don't know but he's going to walk around and he'll talk about – he's, like, knowledgeable about Pandora and will talk about his suit and his science and things that they're doing. And it will just be, like, a new experience in Pandora. It is very interesting because at Universal Studios, they also have a giant transformer that mm-hmm. walks around. And people love it. And I'm wondering if this was, like, yo, we need our own version of a transformer just walking around. What did we see in Tomorrowland? In Tomorrowland, didn't we see some sort of little robot dude – Going around. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So that, this is kind of going to be like that. Yeah. Except for that was like a dude dressed up as a robot. But he still had on like little yeah. really sneakers or something that yeah, but like like, zoomed him around. Yes. But the utility one. Well, yeah. He, basically, he People was. People loved interacting basi- with them. Basically, he was standing on a hoverboard. Yeah. And they built this suit around the hoverboard. So weird. And so, he, and so whenever he leaned forward, he would move. So it looked like he wasn't walking. Uh, but this one is the utility suit is the dude is literally like way up high. In, yeah. I mean, like in in the air. I'm it's, sure people will want to take pictures with it and it'll I'm, just be cool to interact. I'm just with hoping it. that he doesn't like step on somebody's foot because that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, gosh. Don't even bring that upon Disney. Speaking about sad news. Sweet Spells is gone. Oh, that is sad. That's the saddest thing I have ever heard. Didn't they like just announcement and they said it was happening like really soon? Uh, okay, it's actually ha- happening April 16th, so it's not right now. But yeah, so Sweet Spells Almost. is the place where we were talking about um, a few podcast episodes ago. The delicious carrot cake cookies that we were eating. We posted a picture um, on our Instagram, and that place is going away because they are building a Pixar-themed merchandise store to go with the Toy Story Land. Um, there is a rumor that the carrot cakes will either stay there but just be in the Pixar store, 
or they are being relocated to the Starbucks. Well, that makes sense. They have to. That's like everyone's favorite thing. So they the carrot cake that. cookies, I believe, will still be in the park. I haven't been able to confirm that specifically. I feel like that isn't even that close to Pixar Land. No, that's what's so dumb. Yeah. It's like so stupid. So are they retheming that whole boardwalk, like no, that whole streetway? No, can't be. There's no way. How is there not enough room in the new Toy Story Land for there to be like one merchandise shop? I don't I, understand. I just don't get it. That makes no sense. So that's sad. But because Sweet Spells was really cool. You can get like... All sorts of treats and stuff. And then they had all that like... And it smelled delicious. Villain stuff and it smelled so good. I know. That's a little That's a little bit sad. What is not sad though... All right. So there is a few new pictures of the Millennium Falcon ride from Galaxy's Edge. Obviously, this is an audio podcast, so you can't see these pictures. I will try to um, post these pictures on our social media. But there is a tiny bit more news on the Millennium Falcon ride... And so this is a like a one sentence blurb about what the ride is going to be. The Millennium Falcon ride will utilize five synchronized projectors that will take guests on a journey through the planet of Batu. Does this sound like um, Flight of Passage at all? Um, from what people are saying, this is going to be Flight of Passage, but better. Whoa. That is just what people that is their hopes right now. But better. I don't I don't get it. Or is it going to have like a missing space vibe where you're like controlling everything? Um, there was another like two sentences of just really nerdy projector talk that I didn't quite understand. You know who would know? Luke. Luke Roberson. We might need to invite him back onto this podcast. That's crazy. Just so he can chat. But from what I've heard from all of the Disney nerds, um, not like not like Disney nerds, but like nerds who also do Disney stuff. Um, they were talking all about these projectors and, and just how fancy the equipment is that's going to be in this ride. Interesting. That Disney has never done anything like this. Well, I sure hope that they're improving their technology with each ride that all they right. do. That, that's true. That's true. Yes. Okay. Um, update for all those people who go to Disneyland. Um, they already have... Uh, Black Panther as a meet and greet option in Disneyland, but they are now about to add Doctor Strange to Disney California Adventure Park. Yeah, they are. So for all those fans out there of the... It's like, I want to be excited for this, but then at the same time, it's going to be like Star-Lord where the dude doesn't have a mask on, and I'm just going to be like, yo, that's not Benedict Cumberbatch. It's true. He's probably not going to live up to the hype, but we'll just trust in the Disney process. And hope that it turns out really cool. Exactly. Sticking with the superhero Disneyland stuff, it is, I don't know if we have stated this yet, but it is out loud announced that in 2020, Disney California Adventure is getting their own superhero land. I think we mentioned it, or I heard about it because, yeah, Bugs Land closing. Bye-bye. Yeah. And so they mentioned... Yeah, is that where it's going? Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. So it is going to be a superhero land. They cannot say Marvel Land because Universal still owns the the rights to Marvel, oh, wow. um, or to the name Marvel in a theme park. So, so it's going to have to be superhero. like Avengers Land or Superhero Land or something like that. Um, it's going to be centered around the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they will be adding some different things. They haven't spoken what will be added. Was that ride near Bugs Land? 
I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I guess it's nearby. But yeah, so they are doing that. I'm guessing that they would be doing the Iron Man um, rock and roller coaster ride. True. Maybe. Well, except for they don't have rock it's and like roller coaster. It's a small area, though. Yeah. It's not a lot. So you had all those or, little Bugs rides, but then you also had It's a Bugs, a Bugs Life, where, you know, you just like in Animal Kingdom, they had that. So I guess that's going away, too. And, and they're just not going to have a Bugs Life, and the Animal Kingdom is going to be the only place that you can do it? I don't know. But I'm just saying, in 2020, we are going to Disneyland again. Oh, my gosh. You're calling it right now? I'm calling it. Because Disney World will not be having this Marvel superhero land. No. Nothing, ha- nothing other than... The Guardians, Ener- Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yeah. That's the only, like, Marvel thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And your boy loves Marvel, so I'll need to be checking that out. You do love it. So next year, oh, man, but then there's Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I might as well just start Disney, saving up now. You're just doing so good for us. You're, you're, you're doing what we want you to do with new attractions all right well well, my last little bit of disneyland news we had actually mentioned this just like me and you and just me and you at disney world about the monorails but disneyland for the new pixar summer fest that they are doing this summer have changed up the, the outside of the monorails to be incredibles and finding nemo themed so the actual monorails have this new skin or i guess this new paint job however you would describe that um, and it's Finding Nemo and Incredibles. I saw pictures of it. It looked pretty cute. Exactly. Yeah. It's just something, yeah, for the new, like, Pixar Fest and everything. So, yeah. it's pretty cute. Um, one other thing about Disneyland is that, uh, the mobile ordering service is coming to the Disneyland Resort soon. So, we were able to utilize this to get Dole Whips very quickly. So Give me those staying, Dole Whips. If you're staying at the Disneyland Resort and don't want to waste a lot of time to get your breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you can just mobile order it. I I appreciate that Disney is, like, trying to just be more technologically minded. Like, I use the mobile order for Starbucks a lot. and Me too. I Right now at this point, like, we didn't really integrate that mobile ordering into our, like, process of being at the parks. But I think as the future goes on and, like, the parks get more and more busy... Like, it's smart that they're adding in this technology just as, like, an extra way to not have to wait. Uh, it's just so interesting. Like, even at, like, Chick-fil-A, they have yeah. the, the mobile ordering. I've used it before, too. But but I feel like I'm, like, too lazy. I'm, like, do I just, like, sit at this table and order it and then they just bring it to me? Or, like, should I just stand in the line and actually talk to a human being? No. Not when the line is going to be 15 minutes bringing long. bringing us to a place where I'll never have to speak to another person again. It is kind of creepy. But I love it. You love it? Just kidding. Right. I, I, actually, I do hate talking to strangers. I get way too anxious about it. Sorry. Mm. Oh, well. All right. Switching back to Disney World now. There is some Illuminations rumors slash <gasps> not rumors, rumors about what is going on. All right. So this is from Chippenco.com. All right, so if you if this ends up being false, just blame them. Burn <laughs> burn them to the ground. Don't blame us. All right. Illuminations will be getting some changes with the possibility of completely revamping the show, which would be called Illuminations colon Windows of the World. 
instead of reflections of Earth. Yeah. Reports say that drones would have a large presence in an updated show or a completely new show. In addition to the drones being a large part of the nighttime show, the drones themselves may be used to operate what Disney calls fixels. Fixels are used to display large puppets and projection screens. Large puppets for the Illumination show. Carried by drones. World. What in the world? All I know is that Disney Springs, there was like a two-month period whenever they had a drone nighttime light show. Um, and from what I heard, it was one of the coolest things that these people had ever experienced. They did it in like 2016. We almost were at Disney Springs at that time. Like, mm-hmm. I guess like two spring breaks ago. And I wanted to see it, but they canceled it like right before... We- we got there Hmm. um and those people loved it and we've heard nothing about drones really since then and i'm wondering if they have been holding on to it for this new illumination show where are the drones they're hiding interesting i i mean we knew that illuminations wasn't like the hottest of the hot in the nighttime no it's as cold as cold can be it's cold. It's real cold. When we just saw it over spring break and we were kind of like, okay, well, that's the same as it's always been. Okay, that was great. Bye. So it would be interesting to get an update, but the, this puppet drone, this sounds weird. Very, very, very weird. I don't All right. Know about that. Do you have any other park news before I, I get to some movie news? I do have one. Oh, but bring it. But it has to do with Disneyland Paris. That's fine. I mean, we are welcoming of all Disney parks if only here on this we podcast. Could go to Disneyland Paris, if only. Oh man, that would be so fun. Hey, so, uh, Wendy, you should get us a hookup on uh, oh some uh, Disney Paris tickets. That would be amazing. That would like, be literally. That would be so fun. Okay, so Disneyland Paris, um, they're celebrating their 25th anniversary celebration. Did you know that? No. So 25 years. It's just pretty cool. Um, so they are releasing, um, a new entertainment thing and it's called Festival of Pirates and Princesses. Okay. So this is a new interactive show, basically. So it starts at opposite ends of the park. One end of the park is like a princess float and the other end of the park is a pirate float. And as they, And then eventually they crash into each other. I wouldn't say crash, but they do come together and then you, they like, it's a show and you're part of the show. And they encourage you to pick sides, aka like, you're a pirate or you're a princess. Pirates all the way. Sure, sure, sure. Pirates all the way. Um, And then like, you you like learn a routine. So I feel like it's kind of like a dance street party is what that they really like to do. And so it's like a big ending and it's like a big party and the pirates and the princesses are all together. And then the pirates plunder and pillage no, the princesses. N- incorrect. So this happens like a few times a day. So they said, you know, it'll be like a different experience if you choose one side versus the other. So you have options. Interesting. I know. It's kind of kind of cool and different. Yeah. And they said there's going to be more like um, pirate things at the park. So Jack, you can meet Jack Sparrow in Adventureland and Two-Face painting and all that kind of stuff. So I have said this before, but just as a culture, pirates are a completely underutilized mythical area. Really, all we have is the Pirates of the Caribbean it's ride not enough. and movie universe, but we need some like outside of like even outside of like Disney pirates, like just just in general. There needs to be more pirates. There needs to be more pirates in society. I like it. Please, if anyone is is listening and you are a trendsetter, make pirates happen. 
Bring Pirates Back. Bring Pirates Back. Bring Pirates Back. Bring Pirates Back. <laughs> I don't know why we were just chanting to ourselves. All right, well, I have some Disney movie news. Please tell me. All right, one is finally... The new solo trailer has been released. Oh, really? That actually tells about um, there is more speaking parts for the person who plays Han Solo, who everyone has been saying the dude sucks and that he needed acting lessons, yada, yada, yada. I'm just being real. I'm stating it right now. This movie is going to be awesome. All of the haters for this movie just jump off of Hmm. the hype train. Not jump off of a bridge. I'm not saying that. Just off of this hype train. Because the hype train is is coming through and it ain't stopping until the movie comes out. So yeah, movie is going to be good. Um, Donald Glover is yet again king and he is awesome in this trailer. Um, There is this scene whenever Chewie, Chewbacca, takes someone down and just like Hulk smashes this dude. So that's awesome. It also looked like there was Chewie and a female Chewie. With a with a hugging embrace, um, there was lots of cool stuff, and I'm very excited for this movie. I also saw on the Disney Parks blog, so you know, um, they do these Star Wars Galactic Nights or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, um, like a t- I think it's a ticketed event. Yes, kind of we like ha- we have talked about it. Yeah, so during that, they released a thing that showed a picture of this dude. And that he plays Chewbacca. He looked like just a total normal white dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this This is like, is it a guy in a suit or is it all it is. like three, like it's not all digital? No, it's definitely a, a dude in in. Okay, so in you can, so basically you can meet that guy. Yes. He'll be at these Galactic Nights. At Disney World, they, they have done that before too. That's so, well, yeah, that's, that's going to be at uh, Hollywood but, Studios. Okay, that's awesome. I know. Question is, do you have to pay for it? Because I think at Disney World you you have had to pay for yeah because it's part of the Galactic Knights like so that's getting like, these signatures or like meeting these these like special people. Well, it's part of the like the ticketed event that's coming up. Okay. Yeah. Next Disney news we I mentioned this last time, but there is a live redoing of Sword in the Stone, and it'll begin fi- filming September twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. Okay, because I saw that date and I was like, "Wait, is that when it's coming?" Sorry, out? no, like, that's, that's just so whenever soon. it is starting to be filmed. Okay, yeah, because I, I had heard nothing about this. Is the guy who made Twenty Eight Days Later, which is this like virus, like apocalyptic movie? What? And I'm very, very, very interested. Why did they choose that guy? Because I'm guessing that they kind of wanted to like be intense. Like I don't know. I'm picturing um, those scary Snow White movies in my head that were not Disney, but with. Um, Oh, you mean like The Huntsman? Yeah. Snow White and The Huntsman? I'm picturing that in my head. I'm hoping something way better. Well, one can hope. Exactly. All right. The next thing is that Toy Story 4 finally has a release date, which is June 4th, 2019. So we still have to wait a whole extra year. So a year, but that'll give the Toy Story Land a year to... Some extra buzz. Ramp up. Get it? Buzz. That's great. So I'm sure there'll be like huge tie-ins for like Disney, Toy Story Land or whatever. Sure. Like maybe posters and stuff. I don't know. Meet the characters. Get excited. And then my my last thing. This isn't actually about a um, about an actual movie, but it is about a Disney mobile app video game, which we are going to be, to be doing a 
podcast episode one day on Disney video games because I, I love them. Do we need another app in our lives? I do because this sounds awesome. Oh, it's gosh. called Disney Heroes colon Battle Mode. And basically it says Pixar and Disney Heroes team up. Um, and it has the, the Incredibles, Wreck-It Ralph, Pirates, okay, Pirates Monsters, more Pirates. Inc., and more of your favorite Disney characters as they work together against evil and epic battles. So okay, there is like cool. a co-op story mode. There is a multiplayer mode. Can we download this right now? No, not yet, but oh. it's coming out later this year. Hmm. Um, but I read an article on it. It sounds awesome. So if you have kids or if you're like me and Zara and you haven't fully grown up yet and you still love playing video games on your phone um get excited so we just have to stick with like our zoom zoom app until yes we will just tide us over shout out to zoom zooms shout out to the storybook princess event that i forgot was going on until right now when i just said this i did not forget though i have been I diligently know, been playing, playing it i know you're better than me all right well that's all of my disney news do you have any more stuff that's pretty. That's all I can remember. That's all right. pretty much it. Well, since we had such long podcasts for our trip reports, this one will just be a smaller podcast. But we still do have our marriage moment and zero to hero. So don't be sad. Exactly. So let's do some marriage moment. All right. Some of you may know, have heard my cousin Hunter from being on this podcast. And he loves being in musicals and plays and doing theater, which I think is awesome. And so, because one day he's going to run Disney World. He his literal dream is to do the Disney College program, eventually work at Disney. So the way he's going to get there is he does all these awesome musicals, and we try to support him as much as we can because he's a stud. And go see him in all his shows. So he was recently in a production of Hello Dolly. Yeah. Michael, had you ever seen Hello Dolly before? Never seen it. I had heard of the play title before, but for some reason I thought it was something about Dolly about Dolly Parton. I mean, that's a valid, you know, thought. That that could have been true, but it was not. Or I thought it was about a group of moving men and they used dollies whenever they were like, you know, like moving houses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was just like their journey from what it's like being movers. And always having to take other people's belongings, but not really knowing what their belongings actually were. What? Just kidding. I just came up with that. <laughs> so confused. Um, so you recognized one song from this show. How did you recognize because it? Because of Wally. Oh my God. So funny. It, but, but yeah, there's like adorable scene whenever Wally just knows this song and he starts. He has that one video that survives. Yep. And yeah, it's the like song that Cornelia sings. Put on your Sunday clothes. There's lots of world out there. And it just makes Wally happy and like remembers like that humans aren't terrible and that love is real. Love is real. And even between robots, love can still exist. Anyway, Hello Dolly is just a happy show and it was really fun my cousin played uh, mr vandergelder so he had to have this like grumpy accent which was hilarious yeah and he actually sang in the accent too so that was really it good. was quite impressive normally hunter does like funny roles because he's a pretty funny dude this was like but a this serious... time he was like a grumpy old dude with some weird accent with some weird like sean connery accent and he stuck with it the whole time dude dude was a star I'm excited to, in like five, six, seven, seven years, see him on Disney. Oh, man. It's going to be so great. And we can visit him, and then we'll have the cast member connection. Exactly, because we love those cast member connections. That's all we want in life. 
Well, then we get out of the show, and all of a sudden, Texas has turned into, like, Alaska. Oh, my gosh. And it's, so like, in cold. the 40s. It was, like, the worst cold It's snap. April, and it's in the 40s. Like, the day before, it was 80 degrees. Yeah. And then, boop. Just kidding. It's freezing cold. You need to wear your sweaters. So then, yes, yeah, so, so that was on Friday. So then on Saturday, um, you were working all day. I was not. I stayed in my house. You didn't even leave. I, I didn't leave. I wore my PJs. I had a blanket wrapped around me all day because it was like in the 30s. It was not worth me going outside. That sounds like a good day. Until you got back and then we were like, you know what we should do? Go bowling with Barb and Isaac. We haven't been bowling in at least a year when well, we were trying to remember. We could I go bowling somewhat frequent. Oh, yeah. Somewhat frequently be- because I work with high school kids. That's and true. Why not? So, yeah, we went with our friends and global, pretty fun. They, like, turn off all the lights and then all the stuff is glow in the dark. Yeah. And they play all this, like, bumping 90s music. Black lights make bowling a thousand percent more fun. I don't know why it's more fun. It just is. And listening to T-Pain, oh, old yeah. T-Pain songs from, like, 2002. Buy you a drink, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the words. Not only does Zare know all with a Dizzy song, she, she also knows those early 2000s hip-hop songs. You're part of my childhood. Sure. Um. Anyway, you, you're pretty good at bowling. Yo, You Z- won both rounds. Um. No, Isaac beat me the first round. Oh, he did? And then the second round, dude, I was rolling. Like, we didn't even finish it. And you were in yeah, first place. I, it, yeah, we had like three frames left, and I was like over like 115. Was feeling pretty good. Feeling that, pretty good. That game. Um, you actually did pretty good that second game, though. First game, um, it was, like, touch and go. It was, like, one round I would do good, and the next one I would just completely scratch, or whatever it's called. Zara's process for, for like, going up and, like, actually bowling is just hysterical. I don't know what I'm doing. She just kind of, like, waddles up there. She's holding her ball, and sometimes she, like throws it back to then she she gets like full arm motion and sometimes she just like waddles up and then just drops it and like a brick and and yo there were like a few times where you would get like a strike just from dropping it it was the funniest thing I, like i said i have no process but the second game you got at least one strike i got better and i think two spares like you did pretty good I, it, it was yeah i just needed a really long warm-up time like a really long one <laughs> yeah exactly so that was fun we had yeah bowling you know, the the bowling alley was also completely packed, so people still do this regularly. I guess people the in uh, Rowlett just love bowling. That was, I mean, it was fun because there was like a ton of people there. Um, and then on Sunday we we went to go see Isle of Dogs. This had been on our list for a while because it's been out for a while, and we just hadn't ever seen it yet. So this is the new Wes Anderson movie. It it is the it, it is the animated kind of like claymation movie. Yeah, it was so interesting. So obviously it's like very artsy. Um, but we It was loved very it. much like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes, very much. Um so it centers around dogs in the future in Japan. And a lot of it was actually in Japanese and they had like translators or subtitles, which was kind of fun. And the poor dogs have been subjugated to this trash island um, so because sad. they have dog flu. Um, but it's all like a big cover up. It's and all a, a big, mystery, conspiracy a big conspiracy because the mayor of Japan hates dogs and he just wants to kill them all. And there's this little boy who's a little pilot and he wants to rescue the doggies. Atari. And, it, and it's so great. 
Um, we loved it. Uh, it was very entertaining. It has like a like everyone who voices a dog is super famous. Brian Cranston, Ed Norton, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Scarlett Johansson. She's one. Greta Gerwig, who made Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot. It's, I mean, yeah, it's like everybody. So it was just Tilda very- Swinton was someone. Oh, was she? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, there's just like a ton of people. Yeah, so this was like the it movie to be a part of in Hollywood. Yeah, so I definitely rec. I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and it's definitely like Wes Anderson though. So like, if quirky, you, so it's weird. very quirky. If you like Moonrise Kingdom or Royal Tenenbaums or any Fantastic of those, Mi- like, Mr. Things, Fox yeah. or any of like those type of movies, then go see it. If if like you don't like weird quirky stuff that is just kind of makes no sense sometimes, don't go see it. But if you're willing to take the chance, if you're open to new experiences, I would say give it a chance because it was really funny and it made us laugh and we liked it. Exactly. All right. That was it. That was our marriage moment, a.k.a. what we did this weekend. Yeah. Let's do some Zero the Hero. Zero the Hero! Zero the Hero, Zero the Hero, just like that. All right, Zara. So what is your hero for this week? So on my birthday, my cousin Hunter gave me a Barnes & Noble gift card. So I utilized that gift card immediately and purchased a book that had been on my wish list for a long time, and I had been on the library waiting list for, like, forever. Forever. So I decided I would buy this book and not have to wait anymore. So I bought Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng, and I had read one of her books last year on, um, like, my reading challenge last year. Yeah. And I really liked it. It was kind of... um, a mystery type of book um, about a girl in the like nineties, and it was like kind of a murder mystery. Like the the story opens with her saying like that she's dead. So it, I loved that book; Whoa. it was great. So I figured I would really like this one, and I was totally right. I literally read the book in less than twenty four hours. Like whenever I go to your house, you know, I just like to sit in my chair and I read my book. And so I had ample opportunity to do that this weekend, and I also finished it on the ride back to Dallas. And so this book is about um, a family in the, I think it's earlier than the nine. maybe the other one was in the 70s and this one was in the 90s. I don't remember. Anyway, um, there's a mother and a daughter who come to this like perfect town in Ohio, like in the Cleveland suburbs. It's like the perfect community. Everything is like manicured lawns, everything. And they come in and they kind of just like disrupt society and things happen. And okay. it's like it it read like a, like a mystery thriller, but it really was like a close look at like the American family like drama. Like she just gets into everyone's thought patterns and sees what they're thinking and what they're doing and – like closely examines um, what's going on in the neighborhood and the family. It was just a really good book. I loved it. Um, like I said, I read you it read so this quick. book so quickly. I just had to know what was going to happen. It was like I thought that you were mad at me for part of like this twenty four hours no. because you just would like in any in any situation that there was ever silence. 
you would just pick up this book and start reading. And I'm like, does there just not want to have a conversation? Does she not want to talk to me? Did I do something wrong? I just wanted and to And then you're like, no, book. Michael, this book is just so good. I'm so enthralled. I just want to know what's happening. Again, she started off the book with, um, like, telling something that happened at the end. Like, uh, it starts off, you, like, know this information about something, like, crazy that happens. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, how do they get to this point? Like, what leads up to this, like, total chaos and breakdown. Like, okay. it's very interesting and enthralling, and I loved it. And I want more books from her. She only has two books. Like, that's not enough. Really? I need more. Okay. This is her second book. Yeah. Um. So, Little Fires Everywhere. Highly re- recommend it. Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires in My Hair. Little, little Fires, fires in Everywhere. The air. Little Fires Upside Down. Little Fires in the <laughs> Town. Little Fires in the Bed. Little Fires on Your Head. Exactly. See, we... Psh- we just made a nursery rhyme for, for this book right now. Right now. All right. I actually have two heroes, and I was going to save one of them for next week, but I don't know if something better or something as good is going to happen next week, so I'm going to just throw out two fantastic, highly, highly recommend heroes on this podcast. One is a movie. One is a TV show. They are they both the best movie I've seen all year and the best TV show I have seen all year. I feel like you say that almost every week. Like, how? Well, that's because stuff just keeps getting better. Oh, my but gosh. But I am hereby declaring that right now at this moment, A Quiet Place, the new John Krasinski film, is... Is this like Oscar contender? <clears throat> um, It might not be Oscar contender, but I can guarantee it'll be in the top three movies of 2018 in, in, in your personal in, feelings in my book okay because movies for me going to a theater is all about the experience and this was one of the wildest experiences i have ever had at a theater did you see it like with a full audience yes okay so that makes a i saw it on opening night on a thursday night at 7 p.m in a giant imax theater and it was almost all the way packed that's awesome so this is a movie that stars john krasinski and emily blunt A.K.A. his wife, right? A.K.A. his wife. A.K.A. John Krasinski wrote this movie and directed this movie as well. And starred in it. And he starred in it. It is bonkers. So John Krasinski is no longer Jim from The Office. He's so much more. He has elevated way past Jim Halpert status, and he is now a movie star in his own right. Full disclosure, I did not see this movie because I wasn't sure. It seemed really scary. Okay, it is definitely a thriller movie. Um, so, so the whole plot of this movie is that it re- it revolves around this family, and they are hiding from these alien creatures that hunt by sound. Where are they hiding? Like, where All in right. the world did it say? Like, so where they are they like were? in like this farm. So they are just like on a farm. Is somewhere. it in the future to where there's like aliens have destroyed everything? So we don't know how the aliens got there. They show newspapers. They show these like newspaper headlines mm. of like of of people posting about the aliens and mm. people saying saying like don't make a sound or you die or like stuff like that. So it is his family, and so it basically gets to to the point to where it's four hundred days after the aliens have invaded. So it's not very long, um, and they are really the only like family that mean 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 like that you see. So these aliens are are blind but they hunt by sound so so the whole movie is incredibly quiet yes they kill they kill you immediately like it is oh man you get murked so quick it's pretty crazy so because of that so like in the theater um since it's silent in in 
like in the movie. So one, if someone actually knocks over a lantern or they actually make this loud sound, the sound is so jarring and it comes out of nowhere that it just makes you jump because you are not expecting it. Two, the theater itself is like is so quiet that 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 there was this moment where this dude like halfway through stood up to go to the bathroom hmm. and it was like the most like convulsing thing ever like i wanted to just like jump and attack this man because he had made a sound oh like gosh. in this theater so as a movie theater experience it is just straight up crazy um the first 30 minutes i guess you could see you could think are kind of slow just because they are building up the quietness of what these people have today today live through mm. and the last hour is bonkers like it is very suspenseful very thrilling um just lots of stuff going on it's awesome i'm just being real i i i want you to see this movie so so bad but there are also so many movies that i want to see with you that i, I haven't seen yet um, like Ready Player One and other things like that that I'm like holding off on. We may wait until like Redbox it or just wait. Yeah. Well, I you need to see it in a theater though. Yeah. So one of these days whenever you like stop working nights and we can just go like three nights like in a row and like go see three different movies. We will. Because there movie, will be a day. Because MoviePass is, is, is just so great. So if you can – enjoy so if you like alien or if you like scary movies that are like medium scary um watch this so i'm not saying that I'm, I'm not saying this is some like slasher horror film i'm not saying anything like that but it is just a like a suspenseful thriller movie but i highly highly recommend it though it wasn't rated r was it? It, it yes it is oh it is all right okay but it's better than annihilation so i better so i know that i hyped up annihilation this, better. Is, this is better than annihilation is it based on a book um, I don't think so, because John Krasinski wrote That's it. That's true, okay. All but right. maybe, maybe it is. Then the second thing is a TV show that is on FX called Trust. I know last episode or two podcast episodes ago, I talked about the terror. Um, the terror right now in my mind is like a seven or, or a seven or an eight. I actually watched some of this with Michael. Yes. And I liked it pretty good. I don't know. I'm okay. not like this is the best show ever. Trust is like a nine or a ten. Like it is definitely. I haven't seen it. It is like Fargo style. Just it's just like quirky and it's different and it's fun. And the first episode, the uh, the first episode is like a seven. The second episode is a ten because it has Brendan Fraser and Hillary Swank and they just take over the whole show. It's awesome. Hmm. Okay. Hillary Swank and Brendan Fraser. I read an article um, on Brendan Fraser. On, on Brendan Fraser. Because like, where the heck did he go? He was so popular in the 90s. He did all those, like, time travel movies. And, like, and he did The, the Mummy. Rocky, the Rocky Mountain, whatever it's called, where he was a Mountie. And he, anyway. Oh, I know what, you know you're, what talking you're talking about. Gosh, you know what I'm talking Sarah, about. You can't put me on the spot like that. I'm not that. a Brendan Fraser expert, but I did read that article, and he was, like, so popular, and then he... Dudley Do-Right! That's the one. And then he just, like, he fell off was the also face like of the planet. He was also, like, George to the Jungle. George, yes. He was Journey to the Center of the Earth. The Mummy movies was, like, my favorite movie series so growing much, up. so much, and I think he got kind of burnt out, or, like... Hollywood just started pitting him into these certain, like, action man roles that he, like, yeah. maybe didn't want to do. And so he took a really long time off. So, and then now he's doing 
Is he? Is it more of a serious role that he's doing? Well, yeah. So the show centers around the Getty family. There was that movie that came out called called All the Money in the World, which we never saw. Which we never saw. It had Kevin Spacey, but then Kevin Spacey got in trouble. So then this. So then the director cut oh, him he out. He got in trouble, and then they recast and stuff. And it had Mark Wahlberg, and it had Michelle Williams, um, and so it was a somewhat Oscar, somewhat Oscar nominated movie. Um, and it's and so I didn't want to see this TV show because it involves the same story and it involves the, the same it's family. It's funny how things and it's, like that in society will become popular and then you'll have like multiple things. It's kind of like, like around. It's kind of like OJ Simpson. There yes. was the two different. There was the FX OJ Simpson show. And then there's the other documentary. And then there was like the ESPN documentary. Yes. And the documentary was supposedly a hundred times better than the actual FX show. Which that was so but good. The FX show was was a nine out of ten good. So I didn't want to invest yeah, six more hours to watch this documentary. Too many hours. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so so the fact that all the money in the world got an Oscar nomination, I'm like, there's no way that trust is better than me like than this. Yo, it is. It is so good. Brendan Fraser in the second episode is basically this this detective. He's is this he is this Texas detective. And he carries like this like this cowboy hat and he's like throwing out random scripture and he's this like Bible believing, just like funny dude. And he's awesome. Hillary Swank is is like the kid who gets kidnapped's mom. Um, she is a star. It's just like both 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 of them haven't been in anything in so long. And I'm like, yo, the world needs more of both of you. So this movie is very good. It's interesting that they both also usually do movies and then they're in this like TV show. Yeah, correct. So it's just quirky. It's funny. Weird random stuff happens. I highly recommend it. It is very fun. It comes on FX. Hmm. It is mature, but it's like FX mature. So there's like some cussing and like some like some different like scenes and things. But should I watch it? But it's not like HBO. And in all honesty, I would rather you watch Trust than The Terror. Hmm. Okay. Um, we should give it a try. Yeah. So all of them are on our on demand. So whenever like I'm gone or something, you should just like watch those two, so that we can watch episode. I'll three. watch some of the other shows that I like. I have some small instead of okay. I have a very small zero, and that is that movie that we started watching that you really liked, Wind River. Was that it? Yeah. With Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. We never finished it, and you weren't feeling it, honestly. Ooh. We got to the part where we didn't get very far, and and yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Does it get better from from where we were at? I I saw it in theaters. Um, all right, I I am just being real. If I see a movie at our house, it's at max going to be a six in my mind. Like yeah. I I hate watching movies at the house. Yeah. Um, and in a theater, I loved it. So that was like part of it. So like even me watching it with you, I'm like, uh, this movie isn't very good. But in the theater, it was like a solid eight. I mean, like I love that movie. Yeah. That movie should have been more nominated for an Oscar, but one because I know, it was just so slow because moving. it happened so early in the year, and two, I think just like politically, like there was like some stuff that made people not want to like go for it. Yeah, I'm not sold on it. So that's my small zero. But then I have two random heroes that I just remembered. Yeah. So one of them, Superstore, finally oh, on Netflix. Please tell no, the people on please Hulu tell today. The people. Today. We are going to watch um, a show before, while we drink our coffee and get ready for our podcast. And Michael, randomly, he's like, I just had a feeling that it would be on. And we look on Hulu, and finally, 
seasons one and two are available again. So as you may have followed our saga, we these um, seasons were available on Hulu for a short period of time. The next day, we like binge it, and it's not there anymore, and we're it, super depressed. It, I was so depressed. And so finally, we can pick up where we left off. And like I think season three is like the current season that's on TV right now. And so we can catch up. And that is what we're going to be currently binging, just so all of you out there know. I I love, love Superstore. It's, it's literally so funny. Like, we, we love it. Um, And then my other one is that A Series of Unfortunate Events Season 2 came on, and hmm. my cousin alerted me to this, and I had no idea. This is a show that I watched. You did not watch it um, because I read the entire book series last year. And season one was awesome. I loved it. And finally, season two, I had been waiting and waiting. Um, season one came out like of January last year. And so January rolled around. I'm like, nope, no date, no release, nothing. And so finally, April, here we go. Season two, 10 episodes. Can't wait to binge it. I'm super excited. I I love this TV series on Netflix. It's original original series on Netflix. So looking forward to that. You have a zero? Um, I have a zero that I just found out that Dean and Leslie from The Bachelor split up. Everyone broke up. I didn't know this. Every single person. I didn't know this. The Bachelor has not been on my mind for like a few days. I I like saw, I saw the first. A few days, like a few weeks. Well, we all knew about um, Kevin and Ashley I. That happened pretty early on. And they like announced it on their podcast and talked about it. And then like recently um, I saw like Claire and Benoit and I. Benoit, sorry. I saw Claire and Benoit and had broken up, and I texted it to you guys. I'm like, well, there. And then Isaac was like, well, I guess Claire can be on Paradise again. And then, yeah, yesterday I saw a little blurb about um, Ben and Leslie. So literally nobody. We thought Winter Games was like the end-all, be-all, like three couples. Yeah. This is amazing. I and know. then, like, nobody Wait, worked out. Wait, is he... Is the Australian couple broken up? Oh, no. I haven't heard anything Courtney about them. And Courtney and L- Lily. L- Lily, yeah. So, no. I haven't heard about them. Right. So, hopefully, they, they were stay definitely together. the OGs. The strongest. They were good. I really hope they stay together. Okay. So, no. No, I haven't heard anything about them. That is a zero. That's so sad. So, yeah. So, like, my zero is that reality TV couples are not lasting. This is the second week really in a row that, that people... All of these relationships were built to last last week upon Channing, knowing each other for three weeks in a wintry cabin playing made up olympic sports Channing tatum and jenna and then this week all of our bachelor bachelor favorites yeah i know three weeks what a lasting relationship all right well that is all that we have for this episode it's been great it has been great. So do not forget, if you are planning a Disney trip, contact Wendy Trent at Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. So email her, Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. Um, there are multiple people who work for Yellowshoe Travel, and we want everyone to know that Wendy Trent is the greatest Disney trip advisor ever, and she will make all of your magical dreams become more magical and realistic. And that's Wendy, like Wendy Darling from Peter Pan. Yeah, not Wendy with an eye. There's not very many Wendy's with an eye out there, but yeah, yeah never now. Yeah, she's all about that why, about that why. No, I, I. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. 
I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks If fading starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark You can't see light, oh come here my Snow White To have a princess for a wife, yeah that'd be alright Chilling up in the castle all day and night Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life